Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIM Primetime. Hour three of VSIN Primetime alongside Sean King, Super Bowl champ. I am Tim Murray. Got hockey. NBA, college basketball going on, and of course the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. The Chiefs, a one-and-a-half-point underdog against the Philadelphia Eagles. Always our pleasure to welcome in the creator, producer of Entourage, and Tulane alum, at Mr. Doug Ellen on Twitter. Doug, always a pleasure, sir. Um, usually it's NFL. Just quick throw to you. What is the... Uh, you lick your finger, put your uh, finger up outside. What's the feel in town? Any any excitement about the, the LeBron likelihood of either breaking the record tonight or on Thursday? About you know around uh, around your parts in LA. I don't feel it. I got to yeah. be honest with you. I mean, um, you know, I know everyone in LA, and this has nothing to do with me. I'm a Knicks fan, and uh, LeBron, who was on Entourage, and is, is obviously, you know, if he's not. The best, he's second best probably, but I don't know. I don't know that L.A. cares. I don't know if they've embraced him the way that maybe they should, you know? It's interesting because I think it's more of a sport thing. Like, I feel baseball is the only sport where, like, those milestones are, like, super important to the baseball fan in general and that particular fan base. Do you get that feel? I mean, I hear you, but if this was Kobe... Yeah, oh, yeah. going Fair. on right yeah. now, Fair. Yeah. It, it, would, it would be a different story, so... Um, but I agree. I mean, obviously, historically, stats are more important in in uh, in baseball. But this is the all time. You know, it's crazy. It, and the guy still, by the way, this guy's still as good as he's ever been. It's crazy. It, it really is wild. I mean, his numbers this year. I think it's thirty eight, eight and or thirty eight and seven and a half. I mean, and the dude's thirty eight years old. This is his twentieth year in the league. And uh, you know, let me ask you this: as uh, as someone who has uh, spent uh, many times writing scripts. Uh, I feel like the script would be better for the NBA if LeBron breaks it on Thursday against the Bucks. Giannis will be there. Uh, you know, it's Kareem's old team, too, as well, in addition to the Lakers. So I don't think the league necessarily would prefer LeBron to break it at, you know, 1230 Eastern against the Thunder on a Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree, but I could see him going for 50. Tonight. Yeah, well, we we talked to a, a Lakers reporter, and apparently the Lakers players, Doug, are like, let's just get this thing done with. Get it out of the way. Let's just break the damn record. Yeah, they got to focus on going nowhere, I guess. But... <laughs> well, I'll say this. If it, if it gets too... Two uh, files in, in the first three minutes, then you know the league is said Thursday's better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking. 
for the powder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're chatting with Doug Ellen, creator uh, and producer of Entourage. And uh, make sure, as we always say, uh, victory the pod. And uh, Doug, before we get more thoughts of yours on the Super Bowl, uh, you will be down there in Phoenix with uh, with the crew. Uh, Kevin Conley, Kevin Dillon, maybe a guest appearance or two. I don't know if you've shored things up there, but uh, what are we uh, what are we looking at on Saturday night down in Phoenix? You know what? I'm just talented, so I show up. Conley's got to produce, but uh, you know it's, <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. Those two guys are hilarious. Dylan is uh, is not one you don't want to see live. You never know what's gonna gonna happen with him. So it should be uh, a fun night at Stand Up Live in Phoenix. And what are these events like? I'm, I'm just curious, Doug, because you know obviously like all my buddies watched Entourage. I still remember, you know, we, we all pooled together our money senior year so we get HBO so we could watch all the Entourage <laughs> episodes, you know? So what are these events like? Is it just storytelling with you guys telling, you know, behind the scenes looks of Entourage episodes? How do you guys usually go about these live yeah. events? Yeah. I mean, now this is only our third live event and we haven't done one in a year. The last one was Long Island, which is our hometown. Uh, it was the Paramount Theater. We had a thousand people show up and, and it was wild. I don't know what will be in Phoenix. We had three months lead time on that one. We've only had a couple of weeks on this one, but it was wild. And people, uh, you know, react to these guys like the show's still on the air, but we're you know, we're best friends and, and, you know, like the podcast, the podcast feels like the show. It's just a current updating of a, a group of friends that are hanging out. So we tell stories of our lives and, and things that are going on. And, you know, hopefully it'll be entertaining. Man, listen, you made something that was timeless. You deserve the accolades, the adulation. I'm so happy for you. It's going to be a great event. Uh, and listen, we've talked to a couple people in Phoenix. The weather is Ooh. phenomenal. So I can't wait to get there. Because it's still trying to be winter in Vegas for some reason. Uh, you know what? The weather's weird everywhere, but uh, I'm glad to hear it's good in Phoenix. I'm hoping to get a little pickleball in before the event. So, You, you know who I saw, Doug? Uh, you know, the world famous now, Pat McAfee, who, you know, if... if He's in a tank top. By the way, if, if, <laughs> if Entourage took place today, Pat McAfee would find his way on an episode. There's almost, there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, but I saw him out on a pickleball court there, so you might have to go find McAfee and kick his butt. Yeah, I'll, 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 I will do that. But, <laughs> but you know what? Um, Pat's done an unbelievable job, and he's, he's made it happen, and it's a great thing about the world today. You know, you can go do that type of thing, and uh, he's doing great stuff. But I, I'm not sure about his pickleball game. I don't, I don't anticipate anything that exciting from him or Mahomes, by the way. I would like to – that would be my dream, you know – what was it? The Giants Patriots game. Somehow, uh, you know, my friend got Belichick to show up at the party the day before. <laughs> okay, six. Now it wasn't. I, I love Bill Belichick. He wasn't drinking. It wasn't like he wasn't focused. Yeah. But no one could believe he showed up. And I, I personally think they were that confident going in against the Giants in. Uh, I think Ooh. it was seven. God, I don't know. And they lost that game. So I'd love to find Mahomes on a pickleball court and then get some money on, uh, you know, on the other side the next day. <laughs> I'm sure he looks like he can, he can play a whole bunch of different things. It just looks like one of those athletes, this rock solid basketball, pickleball, badminton, tennis. You mentioned Belichick, which led me to Brady. How important is this game Sunday to Patrick Mahomes and his legacy? Already regarded as probably the most talented quarterback in the league, but this will be his third appearance in the Super Bowl. How important, if he's really chasing the Joe Montana, Tom Brady's, is it that he win on Sunday? You know what? We're all we're all idiots in that we get into these conversations, and there's no way around it. And 
you know, Brady, who, you know, I was at the game with my old friend, who's no longer a friend, but with Russell, uh, you know, when that <laughs> game happened and we know how quickly a legacy can turn one play, which Brady should have never won that game really makes a difference. So obviously when people talk about Michael Jordan, they say six and zero in the finals and it is a big thing to get to the Super Bowl is so hard. And Mahomes to me, you know, he's as good as there is ever going to be. And there ever has been, obviously though, you need to win if you want to be considered the best ever. So we're talking once again to Doug Ellen, creator and producer of Entourage. Check out the podcast, Victory the Podcast, and as we mentioned, live show for all those folks headed to the Super Bowl or just in the Phoenix area. I'll be honest. I just want the Chiefs to win so I can see Patrick's dad say he's smoking on some Sirianni or something. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to see any Eagles fans eating horse. Uh, are we allowed to curse on this no show? No cursing on this one, yeah. yeah. I just don't want to see them eat. You remember that when they were oh, eating yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, so I don't want to see that. And and you know what? It's not it's not that I'm a hater. I am. The Giants, like, there's no rooting for the Eagles if you're a Giants fan. And I, I would like to see Kansas City beat them badly. So you would like it. But sometimes there's a difference between liking and then betting on. So when you look at how the point spread is right now, where you do have Mahomes, Doug, as a slight underdog. So if you think the Chiefs are going to win a little plus money on the money line, total up around 51 uh, which you know probably will continue to go up. What is your feel, and are you going to get to the window uh, on this one? I'm betting on the Chiefs. I and, and honestly, I'm betting on Mahomes. And I have no idea what his ankle is. I don't care what they tell me. I don't care what they say. Um, I think if he's healthy, he's going to figure out a way to win this game. I agree. Yeah. I'm, you gave me Mahomes in points, and then Andy Reid. I mean. A lot of unknowns on the Eagles side. They've had a great season. You can't take anything away from them. I won't be upset if Jalen Hurts wins NFL MVP, but this is his first time here. This is Sirianni's first time here. Andy, Mahomes, they're elite. They have the experience edge. I'm going to side with that. Doug, before we let you run, um, Tom Brady retiring officially, we believe, uh, said he's going to take a year off. Uh, until he, then he'll join the booth in 2024 with Fox. You've been around Tom. Um, you know, he's been in, you know, your shows uh, over the years. So I don't know what your relationship is with him, but, but, but how do you envision Tom Brady as, as an analyst on broadcasts? You know, it's going to be interesting. And I, I love Tom Brady, who is just one of the great people I've ever been lucky enough to be around and was, and was great enough to come on the show. I, you know, it's hard to say he's, uh, he's definitely a nice guy, but I, I don't know if he, if he will bring that effusiveness to it, but um, you know, everybody's got an opinion on it. So I don't know. I got to tell you the, the, I don't know what people are saying about Romo around there. He's been torturing me as far as I'm concerned. And I've also met him and I find it absolutely brutal to watch a game with him. So I'm hoping we can get some more what I like, which is Troy and Buck. You know, I think they, that you want an analyst, an analyst who really knows the game, which obviously Romo does Brady does, but you also want them to bring just some, some, calm and lightness to it that makes you feel like you're watching. I feel like Brady's got that kind of cool, and uh, it'll be interesting to see. I just love to see the GOAT doing GOAT things. I mean, I, I just want to get to a point <laughs> in my life where, you know, somebody offers me $375 million over 10 years, and I tell them, you know what, I'm going to take it, but I'm going to take the next year off. So I'll see you the year after. 
<laughs> it's coming for you. You're getting that 300 mil any day. My man, I'm buy, I'm going to buy a piece of the Chicago Well, that's what I was going to say. Maybe it's be a pickleball. What's the pickleball league blows up? Hey, Doug, we always appreciate it, man. Have a great show down there in Travel Phoenix. Travel safe, man. Thanks, guys. Be well. Hey, kiss the little one, too. There he is, Doug Thank Ellen, you. creator of Entourage, uh, producer of Entourage, and that'll be a great event down there. I wish uh, I didn't have to come back. I'd love to go. Because I never met either of the Kevins before. I know. But he, I think my Kevin Conley leave. made his uh, his his little cameo on the show. Yeah, he fun. did, he did. Yeah, and he did. called the Dolphins beat the Zoom. Bills. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Does that count? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're besties now. That's close enough. I like it. Uh, UConn only up 18, Sean. Time to strike on Marquette. Huh? Uh, huh? I said single digits. Oh, okay. Beeson Prime. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odd specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM. State-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week visit betmgm for terms and conditions must be 21 or older and physically located in nevada please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 alongside sean king i am tim murray it is vsin prime time uh revisit some of the uh, the big stories of the day here in just a moment but get you updated real quickly on uh, sean's lightning good start there leading three to one over the Sharks that in the second period. You need some goals here from your, your abs, though, Sean. Well, as long as they don't give up any. That's true. I mean, I'm getting goalie. I'm, uh, I think it's DeSmith <laughs> or whoever. I mean, he's, geez. I mean, they've outshot the Penguins 23 to 10. And this is guys like McKinnon has five shots. on like, these are like elite goal scorers. So, I, I mean, I'm getting goalie. But, you know, they're playing aggressive. Uh, we just went from having to defend the power play to Penguins got a penalty. So now it's four on four and ultimately we'll get the one man advantage you know, for the last minute. So things are trending in the abs direction. It'd be good to get a goal. Uh, we're going to talk some college basketball with uh, Jim Root coming up at the bottom of the hour. Uh, still some big games to tip off later tonight, including Michigan State taking on Maryland, uh, that number continues to rise, which is uh, music to my ears because I laid minus 160 on the money line here uh, with the Spartans. You're showing me an outfit that sh- uh, that LeBron this is, is wearing. This is what LeBron tonight. wore to He's the wearing game all black tonight. Tonight, if you, hey, Britain guy, Sean, somebody back there, can you please pull this up? Because we might have to jump on this plus 150. This record is the Av score, by the way. Nice. Uh, and the Islanders are up 2-0. So far, so good tonight. We got to jump on it. It's happening tonight, man. You don't leave, you don't, he got a lot of clothes. You don't put this ensemble together unless you're putting in work tonight, Tim. <laughs> I love how 
talking to you for three hours. I mean, what is that, shark skin? You could completely change your opinion. on Because you came in, you were all ready to roll. Hey, that looked like a baby great white or something. Like, I don't know where this fabric came from, but, I mean, I like it. And uh, we got to get on it. Um, yes. So, uh, still to come, by the way, just real quickly, recapping my plays, uh, Michigan State money line. I don't like what I'm seeing because it looks like uh, money coming in on TCU. Uh, so, I do have Kansas State and Virginia paired together for a money line parlay. So, those are my two bets still to come later on tonight. And uh, we'll get uh, we'll get the thoughts of Jim Root coming up in just a little bit. What do you got? LeBron's over on this 32 and a half. What do you think? Go ahead. It's interesting. Thomas Gable told us that uh, he felt like people were fading him a little bit tonight. Yeah, but did you see the outfit? I did. You can't fade that. Well, outfit. and Kyle Goon, uh, you reporter. Can't, you can't, <laughs> with, with good conscience, fade that outfit. You got to admit, that outfit is fly. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. You think you could pull it off? Oh, I can wear anything. My cheekbone structure fits all kind of different clothes. <laughs> He's just a little taller than me, so, you know. A little bit. Yeah. Got a couple inches on you. <laughs> Um, uh, Indiana still leading Rutgers right now. Uh, yes, if you're wondering, LeBron James, 36 points away from setting the all-time record. Uh, different books across the country and in town have set odds, and uh, it looked like the initial odds I saw in town were LeBron to break the record plus 175. So uh, would he score over 35 and a half points? And the under was minus 200. And I believe the update I saw, there was uh, some money that came in on the yes on the plus price. Lakers and Thunder. Lakers a... Oop, that's first half. That would be not what I'm looking for. Six and a half point favorite against the Thunder tonight. Yeah, I'm not going to stay away from the game. It's either going to be LeBron. I I, I almost want to go that he breaks it on a free throw. Because it's plus 300. Okay. It's just, I mean... How, Random. Yeah, I was like, how? It's like betting the coin toss. A little different. A little, a little different. But I get your point. And you can go. I mean, by the way, uh, Marquette uh, is within sixteen. Six minutes to go. You think you're gonna win? No, yeah. I'll let you know here in a second. <laughs> See what Shaka called out of the timeout. Okay. <laughs> Um, I do want to get your thoughts. The 49ers have hired Steve Wilkes as their defensive coordinator. Uh, did a really good job in an interim basis, taking over once Matt Rule was fired by the Panthers in as the head coach there. So I know you were hoping, and you weren't alone, that he would get the Panthers job. Ultimately, they went with Frank Reich. But what do you think about this hire uh, to bring in Steve Wilkes as the defensive coordinator for San Francisco. I think it's smart because um, you replace a guy that's not just a great schematic person. D'Amico Ryans. Ryans yeah. with a guy and Steve Wilkes is just as advanced and accomplished from an X's and O's standpoint, but also is just as good of a person. So you get that same leadership, those intangibles that you lost back into the building. And because Shanahan's an offensive-minded guy, you get – a guy in Steve Wilkes who's been the interim in two different places who can pretty much handle the defensive side of the football. So I think it's a really smart move by the Niners. I'll say it again. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals should have hired Steve Wilkes and made up for the mistake they made the first time when they should have retained Steve Wilkes, and yet they went and hired Cliff Kingsbury. That's the kind of person that the Cardinals organization needs, somebody who's going to create and change culture. If you're wondering... 
people out there, you're like, did I miss it? Did the, the Cardinals hire someone? Nope. Haven't hired anyone yet. I know what hasn't moved, what is going to move soon. Colts. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Ursa announces it on Sunday. By the way, you could have got me to do like a three-to-one cigar bet. We just did a one-to-one on that one. I didn't realize I was behind so far. I, I, had, I thought there would be... And it hasn't happened yet. And oh, maybe, it's, it's, it's happening. And maybe it's going to be the yeah, Eagles offensive happening. coordinator. No, it's happening. So. They don't plague. I don't know. We'll see. Who else could he be waiting on? OC in Philly. Who is the OC in Philly? Uh, Sirianni, Sirianni calls the plays. Doesn't matter. It does matter. How'd that work out for Denver? But hack. Jim Ursay is thinking about hiring Jeff Saturday. He it doesn't matter. He should. <laughs> Just so I can troll everyone and say, I told you so. You should hire. Go ahead, Mr. Ursay. Make Jeff the man. Steve. Remember this kind of happened with the Texans last year, and all of a sudden it ended Lovey up being Lovey Smith. Yeah. <laughs> he was gone in one year. Oh. Uh, well, speaking of which, the Eagles, I'm curious to get your thoughts real quickly because – Notre Dame is looking for an offensive coordinator, and my guy BJ, he is, according to uh, to reports, expected to talk to uh, Brian Johnson. Uh, is expected to talk to Notre Dame about their offensive coordinator position. This is surprising to me because a week ago, mm-hmm. and it's not to say that he's going to take the job or whatever, but a week ago, there were articles out there saying that Brian Johnson, who is the offensive or excuse me, the quarterbacks coach in in uh, Philadelphia is going to be a hot commodity in the NFL Mm -hmm. as an offensive coordinator. And now he's reportedly going to chat with Marcus Freeman about their vacancy later next week. I mean, I think it would be a phenomenal hire for Notre Dame, but if you're Brian Johnson, why would you make this move? Well, because you got to get back to actually calling the plays. He was the architect behind the Dan Mullen system at university of Florida. The problem in Philly, and listen, Brian's the quarterback coach. No one talks about the job he's done developing Jalen Hurts. I know. But he's third in the sequence from a play caller standpoint. So sometimes, even if you are the one, the outside in prism looks like it's not you. So to get somewhere like Notre Dame um, will be a high-profile position, and uh, I hope he gets it. He was the OC at Florida. Mm -hmm. With Mullen. Under Dan Mullen. And then he left there to go to Philly to be the QB coach. And uh, he was the OC at Houston. Uh, He's been the OC at uh, Utah as well. Uh, Also another name that has been brought up is Byron Leftwich. Byron Leftwich reportedly reached out to Marcus Freeman about the vacancy, and they're scheduled to talk if they haven't done it already. How would you think that would I probably would would lean more Brian than... And there's other options out there. More Brian Johnson than Byron Leftwich. I think they're both really good and have great potential, but... Brian's closer to the college game. What Philly runs is closer to the college game. You know, Leftwich is coming off of, you know, having two really good line of scrimmage quarterbacks in Jameis Winston and Tom Brady who make a lot of adjustments at the line, get out of protections, into protections, change plays. It's not always that easy when you go back to college. It's a different game. Quarterback definitely doesn't have as much responsibility. It'd be a huge adjustment. Not saying Brian can't do it. I'm just saying if you gave me the choice right now, because I think Brian should – I think Byron, I think the Phil, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers should hire Byron Leftwich. The Ooh, other Matt Canada stinks. The other three reported candidates right now: Andy Ludwig at Utah. He's not leaving. Uh, Sean Lewis 
who left Kent State to go to Colorado. He's not leaving. And Jason Candle, the head coach of Toledo. He might leave. Jason might leave because he got stuck at Toledo some kind of way. Why would you stay at Colorado? Win four games? VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Do you have questions about betting on the Super Bowl? Like, don't lay juice on the coin toss? Wondering how to hedge? Or maybe you're looking for an unusual prop? Insights from one of our hosts. I just gave you some insight. Don't bet juice on the coin toss. VSIN Big, he- Big Game Help Desk is here for you. Submit your questions at vsin.com slash help desk. Should I lay juice on the coin toss? Tim Murray, no. And it could be answered on air at vcin.com. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. It is vcin prime time. Sean keeping an eye on his hockey plays. Indiana in the win column. They get the victory over Rutgers and the cover. 66-60, to 60, the final score at Assembly Hall. Good spot. Uh, good, uh, really impressive win, I should say, for Indiana. And uh, UConn leading by 19 over Marquette at the under four media timeout. A couple other uh, games of note. Wake Forest putting it on North Carolina right now. And Sean's Dayton Flyers fighting against the VCU Rams here tonight. So one-point game still? Uh, last time I checked, yes. All right, I'm getting three and a half. Just lose close, Dayton. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's bring in our good friend. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at Second Chance Points. And yesterday we had on the co-leader in the Friday night Circa College Basketball Challenge. And here's the other co-leader. Jim Root joins us. 10-4-1. He and Will Hill tied atop the leaderboard there in uh, the Circa contest. So, Jim, a couple big games still to tip off. And late movement here, so I'm curious your thoughts. Uh, I know they got some uh, positive Injury news, but it has not been a good run here for the Horn Frogs. I know a team uh, near and dear to your heart. You love your love you some TCU uh, at the road on the road at Kansas State, who just blew a big lead uh, over the weekend against Texas. So that number coming down four four and a half. Uh, what do you see, if anything, tonight in uh, in the Little Apple with Manhattan uh, Kansas State hosting TCU? On both sides is kind of the tough one for me, or, or one of the many tough ones. Uh, Kansas State off two losses feels like, all right, time for them to get right against a relatively shorthanded team. I think Mike Miles matters a lot for TCU. He is still out. Okay, so that sets up well for K-State. But on the other side, Kansas State, I, they're almost like a, uh, a pitcher going through the order the second time now. They're seeing teams the second time through in the Big 12. And because they have only like two real offensive scorers, Teams have figured them out a little bit. Uh, I think that's going to start to be a little bit of a trend down the stretch. They're not even in the top 25 at Ken Palm. The team is barely outside of that. I think they were kind of overperforming a little bit early on in league play. It's now heading in through the second time through the rotation. Perhaps they're going to struggle to deal with teams a little bit. Some more coaching adjustments made. People haven't seen Tang yet. It's like, uh, you know, getting some some film on the guy, the, the, the newbie promoted to the big leagues. So that those are kind of pulling in different directions there. And that's, that's enough for me to just kind of stay away from that one. Maryland and Michigan State. And I believe I saw that uh, this was a play that you like. Now the number has moved positively for you. Uh, it is up to four. I am on the money line here for Sparty. Uh, Maryland 
outside of their performance at the barn on Saturday, who, you know, Minnesota is, you know, borderline power five basketball program right now, uh, but they obliterated them. But they overall this year, Jim, have not played exceptionally well on the road. Michigan State coming off back-to-back losses. So uh, what do you see tonight? Maryland visiting the Spartans coming up top of the hour. Yeah, the biggest thing for me is that, the splits there. Michigan State's much better at home. Uh, you, you filter Bart Torvik for when they're only at home and they're a top 25 team. And you filter Maryland for only on the road and they're not a top 75 team. They're way down there at like 78th. Their only wins on the road are, like you said, Minnesota and another barely power conference team, Louisville. Congratulations, you beat Louisville on the road. That is, <laughs> that is not exactly anything to write home about. So I think the line's moving the right way. Tom Izzo keeps complaining about how tired his guys are and how much you know he's lacking depth, which again can circle all the way back to him not taking advantage of the transfer portal at all. That's sort of uh, you know created his own issue in that instance. But I still like this Michigan team, Michigan State team better with Malik Hall in the lineup. I think they're going to trend up a little bit here at home. Maryland, they did have one really good road performance hanging with Purdue all the way down to the wire. Uh, but I think that was more the anomaly than the consistent rule. So, yeah, I like I like Michigan State there. Even with it up to four, I gave it out three and a half as, a, as my best bet on our show today. Uh, but I'm still content with it at four. I think Michigan State takes care of business. By the way, uh, if you're wondering how Louisville's doing tonight, they're down 28 to Pittsburgh. Yeah, all I know is that uh, Maryland beat Minnesota 81-46. <clears throat> Sean, how did I do last night? You did good. Okay. What was your last night? Uh-oh. Hockey? Oh no, Sean! Sean's Tim got, got a big head over there. No, oh, oh, wow. no, 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 huge! No, no, no. Can you give me a needle? <laughs> no. Jeez! I, Sean's trying to remind me, you know, on Friday's show when I went, you know, three and one in our plays. You know, I did give out. I gave up Minnesota. I thought it'd be a letdown spot. It was not. Uh, but fortunately, you don't lose extra money. But you know what? Just a reminder: the four Bs, zero are in the Super Bowl. Just a reminder. Uh, that we got, you know, constantly. I heard Burrow and Brady are going. They're just not bringing the Bengals and Bucks with them. All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's let's get back task on hand, um, and uh, let, let's talk a little Mizzou here. That's your squad. So this game about to get going. They're laying a big old number. I don't know if you want to get involved with uh, 15, 146 and a half. Mizzou and South Carolina. The Tigers are your squad. Can they cover 15? And I, I'd like them to. They need to start winning games big to boost their predict, predictive rankings. That's kind of what's hurting their seeding right now in, in tournament projections. But as I sit here with you guys, I see that Isaiah Mosley is not warming up. And that is rather concerning. Uh, Trey Gomillion's been out for a few games. He's a starter. They've put Mosley into the lineup more consistently, and he's given them an offensive boost. But played pretty poorly over the weekend at Mississippi State. Turned it over a bunch. Don't know what's going on off the floor, if that's disrupting why he's not there. South Carolina, of course, not very good. Um, that's why they're getting 15 points in a conference game. They're kind of in that Minnesota realm of the dregs of their particular conference. I do think uh, Mizzou's style is set up to blow teams out. They get up and down. They are going to turn South Carolina over a lot, get a lot of transition opportunities. And Mizzou has shot the ball way better at home of late, knocked down a lot of threes in home games. So that's the aim if you're going for Mizzou to cover. I think I like the over a little more. That's just typically a, a Mizzou thing. High, high possessions, really poor defense. Uh, South Carolina can probably beat him up a little bit inside. Talking to Jim Root, you can follow him on Twitter, at Second Chance Points, uh, part of the Friday night 
Circa College Basketball Contest. Jim, 10-4-1, tied for first through, nice. uh, through three weeks. Um, if Jim- I ever win a best bet, Tim, watch out. If I ever win one. <laughs> um, we got NC State and Virginia tipping off top of the hour, and I think you know you would just casually look and be like, wait, Virginia is laying seven against a top 25 team? Um, I put Virginia in a money line parlay with Kansas State, just both those teams coming off of tough losses, bounce back, both at home. It does feel like a big number, but is it is it a reason that that number has not budged off a of seven despite every split that you see has pretty heavy action on the Wolfpack? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised by that. And there's a weird recent trend of Kevin Keats kind of own Tony Bennett, uh, one, four, and one against the spread. Bennett is against Keats the last six games. Uh, Keats has won three of the last four, which is really surprising because these have been not good NC State teams. Granted, not your your typical Tony Bennett Virginia squads either, uh, but it, it seems like some of the iso ball and, and quick shots that uh, NC State likes to take have actually helped them. Uh, it, Virginia's pack line is not the same as it typically is this year. Their interior defense is really poor since they've kind of phased Caden Shedrick out of the rotation. There's a chance NC State can really hang around here, and that's probably why the, the number hasn't moved much. But this should be a Virginia win. They should not be losing at home at John Paul Jones. So I'm hoping that your uh, your money line is safe there. I have some Virginia to win the ACC futures. That's that's where my uh, bias is coming in on this one. But uh, we'll see. I think NC State can at least hang around and keep it close. All right, Jim. Last week, you gave us a buzzer beater with Gardner-Webb. So before I want to make sure I give you a little bit of time. Is there anything else you just want to mention now before I like, before I go a little bit further down the board uh, so that we can give you a little bit of time? There's no extra games today, which is like where you live. Right. That's it. That's that's what's kind of ruining me. Uh, just living in the in the teams. No one has heard about in the weeds. There was a Chicago State Delaware State game. But unfortunately, that one's uh, actually getting close to wrapping up already. So, yeah, no, I don't have anything super sneaky for you. I kind of like New Mexico late, but maybe we're going to talk about that game. Yeah, let's get to the two Mountain West teams real quickly because San Jose State's at Fresno and Nevada's at New Mexico. And outside of Fresno beating uh, UNLV on Friday night, it does feel like a lot of home teams hold serve in this conference, kind of a round-robin type of deal. So Nevada at New Mexico and New Mexico's laying four. A little patino here. Does he get it done uh, at home late night? I think so. Big revenge one here. I, I think you you probably recall the the first meeting where you had Nevada and ended up getting what a push in, in overtime, something like that. Um, New Mexico is up five with a minute left. And with the elbow to the face and double <laughs> over T, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. I may or may not have had Nevada in that game. So. Uh... Yeah, it's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Take the good fortune when it comes, man. Uh, I think New Mexico gets it done. Their athleticism is going to bother Nevada a little bit. Uh, I, I would lay what, three, three and a half in that one. All right. Jim, great stuff, man. Appreciate it. Good luck with your bets. Good luck with Mizzou. Going to need it. Going to need it. <laughs> it is VEASAN primetime. Oh, look, UConn's not going to lose. It is VEASAN primetime. Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSEN, the sports betting network. 
Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a single first basket score or prop bet on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Wager confidently and take advantage, take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll go up to $25 back in bonus bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Wrapping things up here on VSIN Prime Time. Sean will join us live from Radio Row tomorrow uh, as he takes off for Phoenix later this evening. Uh, two top 25 showdowns in college basketball have concluded. Indiana wins and covers against Rutgers 66 to 60. And UConn, thank you, line. Right. Dominated. You're right. Marquette. Don't make me feel any better about you not backing up Shaka. Why? But you abstained. I do respect the maturity. I did not bet UConn. I should have. If it was any other team, I would have been 10 toes down on UConn. But it's my guy, Shaka. I always believe in Shaka. I will continue my belief in Shaka. I'll say this, Just though, a tough spot. As, as you traverse this new ravine, which is like from, from rock solid to sort of quasi-elite, you've got to be able to put your emotions aside. You can't let the fact that you've had an attachment and a relationship with this particular coach in this particular situation prevent you from cashing a I ticket. I just tweeted out a video of you giving me crap the whole first 30 minutes of the show. Well, that's what brothers do to their brother. <laughs> you should be going to the window right now. I should be. Yeah. I should be. Well, I, I would, I'll say this. I'm disappointed in you. I'll say, <laughs> I'm just saying I'm disappointed. I'll say this. You should have realized UConn was the right side when I didn't come oh, I in. Oh, I did. When I didn't come in dancing that Marquette. That's why I didn't dog. send it to the group chat. When I looked at it, I was like, nah, that looks wrong. Yeah. Then when I got here, it moved more in UConn's favor. But I mean a whole I, bunch of jabronis on Twitter. Oh my goodness. I, I Marquette 16, 7, and 1 ATS is a dog by five to a team they've already beat that just barely beat first in Georgetown. Of all, you, you can't sit here and do that because that's normally you. Now tonight it wasn't. No. But normally that's you. Reciting those Earl, same stuff. Early on in the year, Shaka Smart was under the radar. And here he was tonight. So is Marquette an autoplay next game? Who do they got? Um, they played Georgetown. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Georgetown's been a cover of machine. I was going to say, Georgetown's been pesky lately, I man. I mean, they're losing. You but guys they're... tried to put Patrick Ewan in the, uh, the line of unemployed coaches of America. and man. No, he'll be there. He's got, I don't know. I don't know. Cigar no, 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 yeah, no. Okay. I'm not that invested. He's six in that. and eighteen and one and twelve in the conference. I know. I don't think the but president of Georgetown is going to say, "Well, you know, Patrick, when you because watch, you suck at your job." Listen, we've been an underdog by double digits in these last. When couple you games. watch Georgetown play, they actually look like they're close. So when you watch Georgetown play, though, do they end up with more points than their opponent? Very rarely. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of an issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For a program that he once led to, what is that called? Oh, a national championship when I'm he was just, a player. I'm just saying, patience is a virtue. 
<laughs> yeah, he's had six years. It's been that long? Yeah. Yeah, it might be time to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I do want to point out something uh, regarding tomorrow. Okay. So, speaking of trends, Shaka as a dog. Tomorrow, the fruitful trend, which really has just been embracing the stink, the unranked favorite versus the ranked team. We have two occurrences of it tomorrow. Okay. West Virginia is at home tomorrow, and they are facing Iowa State. They are. Iowa a, State's coming off of a big win over, was it Kansas? Who Iowa State beat yeah, this weekend? Yeah, they throttled. Right, okay. Iowa State now 11th in the country. Okay. West Virginia is laying three. They got to go to Morgantown, though, right? Oh, almost oh, yeah. seven. I'm going to bet that overnight. West, West Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. And then the other one is Utah State is a one-and-a-half-point favorite against San Diego State. San Diego State just back in the top 25, sitting there at number 25. So the trend that has been this year, unranked favorites at home against ranked teams, 23-10. We just rode this Utah State train the other night, and it was profitable for us. You feel like that in this situation as well? I I don't like that one as much. The West Virginia one is – Yeah, that sounded better when you said it than than Utah State. West Virginia. Better bet it before you get on the plane. Oh, you can bet in Arizona, well, too. Well, you're driving. I mean, I'm going to sit in the back seat and, you know, do some stuff on my phone. I mean, I'm not going to tell you where I'm parked, so. Well, I mean, you're not hard to find. I mean, tall, gangly guy with the red as- hair. The assumption around. that you just, like, get chauffeured around. I, I want to stop and get a charcery board <laughs> and then I'm sitting in the back <laughs> I know. It's charcuterie. I know. You, you thought you were so slick. Charcery. I'm like, huh? The hell are you talking about? Charcuterie. I might even offer you a couple pieces of cheese. You've been, I gotta give credit though. You've been good in college basketball. I'm really proud of you. Thanks. You know, it, it makes me feel like all warm and fuzzy inside when you see like, you know, a person that you've helped grow and develop and, you know, they just start to blossom and flourish. It, it makes me feel like. What in God's name are you talking about? Your evolution in as a sports regard? Oh, you're so much better than you used to be. I kicked your ass in college football this year. Used to be. We're talking about nightcap days till now. I won everything on a nightcap. No, you did not. What'd you beat me in? The stupid thing we did with the weekly bet where you would put all the $10,000 metaphorical money. I didn't understand the concept. Oh, but you didn't win. I didn't understand the concept. Well, that's, that seems to be a you problem there, Puckstradamus. Why can't you just say thank you? Or, or, because I appreciate it's, it. Because it's disingenuous. And by the way, it was last week where I gave you plays. You're like, ah, Jim doesn't like those. So if I go sit down with Andy Reid and then I go sit down with – Are you comparing a Super Bowl winning head coach to Jim Root? And then I go sit down with with Kyle Shanahan and they have different opinions about something, then maybe I value both of their intellect, especially when you're talking about – College basketball, I mean, that's what he does. That's true. Yeah. By the way, uh, if you're wondering. You're more of a chameleon. Eddie Lampkin is starting tonight for TCU. So uh, their big man is back. Still no Mike Miles. So we'll see how effective Lampkin is for the Horned Frogs as that game tipping off 
coming up at the top of the hour against uh, uh, TCU is taking on Kansas State. Four and a half point spread right now, pretty much across the board. So I'm on Michigan State money line. Let's go, let's go, uh, Sparty. And uh, we got Virginia and Kansas State paired together. What could go wrong in that one? Are we going to tail Jim and roll with uh, the fighting Richard Patinos late night? Little New Mexico Lobo? Yeah, I'm trying to see how these early games close out for me. Uh, if Dayton can get home, you know, I, I, I'll be operating, you know, with a little something, something. Uh, I took the Islanders tonight. They're up 4-0, but it's only the second period. Uh, I have the uh, Avs. That's Pucks Radamus' play of the night. They're up 1-0, but still the entire third period. And I have the uh, Lightning as well. They're up 4-3. So I have some games, or 3-2. They have some, I have some games that are kind of in the balance. And uh, I'm going to see how those play out. You know, I want to get started off to a, a great start to the week and, and, and be up quite a bit. I do think I'm going to play uh, my brethren to win the Waste Management. I think I'm going to go back to Colin Morikawa, and I'm going to go with uh, Matsuyama. Going to go? Going to cheer him on? Well, I'm pretty busy, so I was going to try, but our good friends Derek Stevens and Banksy and all of them, they're going tomorrow. So uh, probably not, though. I'll probably just relax. All right. Um, I'm going to miss you. Wish you were there. And we'll be talking. We'll be talking to each other. Good guests. Remember, Sean will be part of Radio Row starting tomorrow, so we'll have some uh, some great guests stopping by the set down there. Hold down the fort here in uh, in Vegas. Got to figure out how we're going to do the crew and you on on Thursday. We got to. I don't. Are they back? They'll be back. Okay. They they don't have to go through the Southwest Terminal, from my understanding. They could. Yeah, I just uh, didn't know when they were coming back they from can, Phoenix. They're they can Thursday they can make a call and their their plane arrives. Well, may all my uh, pucks go on the right net in these third periods. Make it happen. Yeah, all right. Let's do it. Uh, let's go, Sparty. Let's go, Wahoos, and let's go, Purple Cats. Maybe let's go, Lobos. You know, little New Mexico. That was Jim's play. Jim liked New Mexico, so maybe I'll roll with the Lobos late night. We'll see how that uh, all plays out. For Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. He'll talk to us from Radio Row. Real quickly, Sean, does LeBron break the record? Absolutely. You saw that outfit? Woo! Wes and Femi up next.